Hey everybody, this is David Stone from Barry Dunn, uh, manager in the financial services practice group. Um, and today I'm joined by Lindsay Francis. Lindsay, welcome. Happy to have you here. Thanks so much, David. And uh, today we're going to chat with Lindsay um, about some technology considerations for financial institutions. Um, have a whole slew of topics we're going to cover, you know, ranging from agility, uh, cloud technology, uh, buy now, pay later options. So definitely a uh, jam-packed podcast for you folks today. But before we dive in, Lindsay, how about you give us a little bit of uh, background on yourself? Great. Thank you, David. So I am Lindsay Francis. I'm a senior manager at the firm in our commercial practice group on the technology assurance team. And I did start at the firm in the accounting world. I have an accounting degree and then transitioned into internal controls auditing and working with a lot of our um, financial institution clients on their internal controls. Awesome. Very cool. Um, not often you have a, an IT person with an accounting background, so that's definitely a, a deadly combo right there. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there are a lot of over, overlapping um, themes, especially in the internal controls world. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, great. Before we dive in, you know, just real quickly for our listeners, you know, we're, we're going to chat about a lot today um, and just want to mention these are our own views. Um, so keep that in mind. This is one view of many. Um, and, you know, if you listen to other podcasts or read other articles, you know, others may may have a different take on these topics. Um, with that being said, let's let's dive in. Um, so my first question for you, Lindsay, is, you know, what are some current technology trends and considerations financial institutions should be thinking about? And uh, how about you give us three items out of the many? Sure. So a lot of the trends that are pretty popular um, are some that financial institutions are doing already um, and those include the use of different cloud providers, making sure that there are some redundancies, you know, in the event that there is some kind of issue or disaster that you wouldn't totally lose everything um, that you've got going on um, on, a, on a local stage if you're using a cloud provider. And Hand in hand with that is just the ability to be agile, you know, be flexible, be adaptable that way that you you really don't have a, a single source of failure if something happens. And then another trend is kind of an enhanced customer experience, you know, a one stop shop a lot of financial institutions do have mobile apps already. Some are um, transitioning to kind of a video teller experience so that you can do your banking, um, not necessarily at an actual bank, um, although there are some that are doing that as well. Yeah, all, all great points. Um, how about 
you know, just to, to kind of hone in on some of these, how about the credit approval and deposit account opening processes? You know, how can technology enhance these processes and improve that customer experience that you just mentioned? Yeah, absolutely. So there are definitely capabilities with software out there and software being developed to, you know, take customer information and provide faster um, responses as far as credit approval. And then as far as opening, you know, a a deposit account, a checking account, there are also a a lot of software capability out there now to kind of do that from a, a remote experience so that customers aren't necessarily needing to go in person into your building to to process those transactions. Yeah, those are such great points. You know, you mentioned uh, a faster. I know we're, we've kind of been trained that um, everything needs to be instantaneous, right? And if, if it doesn't happen within the minute, five minutes, we're like, oh, why is it taking so long? So, so that's a great point. You know, the credit approval and deposit account opening processes aren't exempt from that um, thought process for many people. So, you know, it sounds like that's something uh, institutions should be focusing on. How yeah, about- just- Oh, yeah, sorry. Go for it, Lindsay. That's okay. Just giving it a, a consideration, you know, there are always going to be customers who do prefer to go in person. And then there's just that other end of the, the spectrum, especially with younger people who would prefer to do things remotely. And so having the capability to adapt and cater to them as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um. So I mentioned at the beginning here, you know, they were going to chat about buy now, pay later. Well, the time has come. So I, I hear a lot of buzz around buy now, pay later. So to start, I, I don't want to assume that our listeners, you know, necessarily know what that is. So can you just give us a brief overview? What is buy now, pay later? Absolutely. So the instances that we've seen, um, we have some clients in this space as well. They are It's typically a a software company who is partnering with a financial institution and providing essentially a very small loan that is over a shorter period of time than a traditional loan. And a lot of times it is directly related to one specific goal, whether that's a vacation, um, whether that's a large purchase, you know, maybe a television, something like that, where you don't necessarily need a loan for thousands and thousands of dollars, just a smaller loan over a smaller lifetime and doing that all remotely, you know, online in an app, that kind of a, a feature. Yeah, no, that thanks. That, that's a great overview. And, you know, do you think financial institutions should be considering this or are they at a disadvantage if they're they're not? What are your thoughts? I think that it is something to consider. Obviously, it's a business decision. Um, Each financial institution may have reasons why it makes sense or doesn't make sense for them specifically, but I think it's worth a consideration. All right. So uh, I recently read an article uh, produced by BDO on lessons banks can learn from fintechs. And uh, Lindsay, we've covered a lot of different technology solutions today, and 
I would imagine it can be you know pretty costly to develop these solutions internally. Um, how can fintechs play a role in all of this? You know, all, all of these technology items, considerations that we've chatted about today. Absolutely. So fintechs are a really, they can be a really great resource, you know, for financial institutions, because you're right, the overhead to have in resources internally, um, you know, both people, but also the money it costs to hire those people um, to develop your own software can be certainly cost prohibitive for a lot of institutions. And so there are some great fintech companies out there. Um, many financial institutions do have relationships with fintechs already to provide them software. And so this is certainly something that we expect to continue to expand, you know, to help provide some of these enhanced customer experiences for um for financial institutions. And the, the number one thing to be aware of is an area where we're seeing institutions already have a great grasp on internal controls at their fintech vendors or any of their other vendors. And so that's something that as these fintechs are, are growing and first starting out there's a little bit of that back and forth of we're brand new, we have this great software, we really want to provide it to you. And so at that point, it becomes, you know, up to each financial institution to determine what's the risk there, is the reward worth it, what kind of extra steps um, can be taken to, to feel comfortable in using some of these new companies. Makes sense. Yeah, a lot, a lot to consider, you know, as you mentioned, from a risk reward perspective. Um, so a lot to, to look into before, you know, making that decision. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay. This was this was great. You know, we covered a lot today, a lot of different topics for financial institutions to be thinking about on uh, on the technology front. Any final thoughts for our listeners today? I think that it's just important to, to really take a look at what makes the most sense for each organization from, from a risk perspective, um, you know, from a business use case perspective when making these kinds of decisions. And, and we're sure that you're already doing that. Um, so not necessarily a rush to do all of the new things all at once. Um, you know, the, the conservative approach usually wins out. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, much appreciated for your time today, Lindsay. And to all our listeners, thank you for listening in um, and hope to catch you on the next podcast. 